0: This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. Boy, boy. Diego's listening to you there, Sleewa, because he knows you're a uh, Tom Petty guy. I heard that yesterday. So he's taking notes. He's taking some mental notes of what you like and trying to make you happy for some reason. Love, I, I told him it's an impossible task love to make Tom Curtis Sleewa happy.
1: Loved him. in those videos, you know, those MTV-style videos, it was great. The outfits he had... Uh, He died of uh, fentanyl. You know, too many fentanyl strips. I uh, was on fentanyl myself with all the pains that I had. Boy, if you don't follow the prescription to the T, and you start self-medicating like he did, like Prince did, like so many others with fentanyl, that's it. You're dead. You're cadavering formaldehyde. But fentanyl is a bad drug. But for people with chronic pain like I had... If you use it as it's prescribed, you can function. It's when you start chipping away, when you think you're the doctor. You know, you, uh, you know, I'll just take a a quarter of it, a half. No, 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 no. That's when all of a sudden you end up with double trouble. But I have incorporated this as the song to say to all the illegal aliens that I call them, some call them undocumented, some call them migrants, some call them asylum seekers... Stay away. We are overrun. This is an invasion. There's no other way to describe it. What were the figures over the Christmas um, three day, 72 rounds? 35,000. 35,000. Now, when they cross over, Mm -hmm. understand what happens. Uh, You have Catholic Charities, which is a a racket. They get federal dollars and they say, oh, we're here. You know, what would Jesus have done? You know, all that stuff. And they get federal dollars, our tax dollars, and they say, "Oh, where would you like to go?" Let's see. Denver, Chicago, New York. And actually most people choose New York City because when they've looked at the videos sent back to them in their country of origin, and you're at the Milford Plaza, you're in Times Square. You get a motorbike, a Vespa, you're going up and down the streets on the sidewalks. Imagine
0: the first videos when you had the mayor literally greeting them with bags. Like, they're calling back, and the mayor's greeting us. Literally, the mayor in New York City is greeting us with bags. They're giving us gifts.
1: And in a macho, macho, mano, mano confrontation with Governor Abbott, who, as bad as we think it is for us... And Chicago and Denver combined. He has 10 times more illegal aliens in the state of Texas. And he basically used common sense. He said, look, Biden wants open borders. Democrats want open borders. You call yourself a sanctuary state, which, oh, uh, Kathy Hochul, proud. That's right. We're a sanctuary state. Eric Adams, we're a sanctuary city. Even though there's no law that says that, by the way, Mm -hmm. there's nothing on a piece of paper. Nothing that says officially New York City is a sanctuary city and these are the rules and regulations or the state. It's all stated. At any moment, they can say, hey, doors closed. We're no longer a sanctuary city or sanctuary state. They refuse to do that. So our mayor now, over a year later from being there to meet and greet all the illegals getting off the buses, give them everything that they won't even give citizens in our streets or in our parks or living in our subways, many of them veterans yesterday at his once a week press conference decided to moan and groan again. And yes, Andrew, whoa, is poor little Eric Adams. He's been to the white house 10 times with his tin cup in his hand that is now rusting.
0: <laughs> there goes See, every time I attack Eric Mike Adams. again. Well, yeah. What is that with you and Eric Adams over here? That's uh I mean, normally, uh, it seems like it's going the other way with Eric Adams. What a homoerotic, right? I don't know what's yeah. I going on. Right. I went flaccid here his instead of turgid. to turn a visual, his mic just keeps on <laughs> going from, uh, from midnight to 6 o'clock. Exactly. That's what happens. Listen to the mayor yesterday
1: as he wants us all to know how he's, he's the last man standing against the Biden policies.
2: I have communicated with some very intelligent New Yorkers. When I sat down and I have dinner or meet them on the subway or talk with them, they said, wait a minute. I didn't know that you can't stop the buses from coming in. I didn't know that because of some of the laws that we have in this city that you don't have the authority to even deport people who are arrested four and five times. Could wait you play
1: second. that? Wait wait, I, I wait want I want this to marinate in. Yeah. Let me play that cut. One more time, yes, please. and as he was doing his woe is me, he went on for like mm-hmm. 10 minutes. But I felt this was the juiciest part. Mm-hmm. Could
2: you play that again, Diego, as much as it pains you? I, I have communicated with some very intelligent New Yorkers. When I sat down and I have dinner or meet them on the subway or talk with them, they said, wait a minute. I didn't know that you can't stop the buses from coming in. I didn't know that... Because of some of the laws that we have in this city, that you don't have the authority to even deport people who are arrested four and five times.
0: Well, he could have stopped it immediately, Curtis, by saying that we we don't, he, by, by basically meeting with Abbott, by meeting with DeSantis, by ultimately instead of mocking Texas, instead of mocking Abbott and calling him a racist and calling him a crazy man, by actually saying, look, we understand what Texas is going through is a massive problem that needs a, a full intervention by the Biden administration and guess what I'm here to help instead of I'm here to point at you as a racist and call you all kinds of names and then accept these migrants in the beginning because guess what I'm running for president now well, oh my he goodness claims this it, is a disaster he
1: claims he can't he's, yeah he's lying let me explain
0: exactly please because I got
1: my fingers in the pie in all three cities I have Guardian Angels and Colfax 14 buses Arrived in downtown Denver at the Greyhound bus station over those 72 hours. 14 buses. Overwhelming that city, right? The mayor there originally tried to send the illegals here Mm -hmm. until all of a sudden Eric Adams said, you can't do that. (laughs) We're in solidarity. So Denver is overwhelmed. Then you have Chicago, which is my second city because um, I have guardian angels there. But I'm also acting as a consultant to some of the neighborhood groups that themselves are resisting the migrant centers. Mm -hmm. They are mostly black here in the city. They've been mostly white and they wanted me to come out there. And I said, don't that'll give the locals an opportunity to say, see, it's an outsider. It's an interloper. Do it organically. You're doing perfectly. You you don't need my help. I'll give you a little consultation on what to avoid. But you're doing it brilliantly. We've seen the town hall meetings in which predominantly African-American residents in a rage against their black mayor, a socialist. And he's forced. He has to, by charter, he has to do these town hall meetings. Our mayor avoids it. He's got thin skin. So Johnson has to sit there. And black person after black person says... In that runoff, it was a white guy and it was you. We voted for you because you were black. Right. And now you're selling us out. And he has to sit there. He can't say nothing. Now, when Eric Adams says that there's nothing he can do, look at what's happening in Chicago now. Johnson, the socialist mayor, who's run out of space, is outsourcing them to the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Many of them, like in Aurora, they have a black mayor. They are stopping the buses. They are not permitting anybody to get off the buses. And they are turning the buses back to Chicago. So he's saying he can't do that? Mm -hmm. Well, Eric, how is it they're doing it throughout the suburbs of Chicago that the moment the bus arrives with the migrants from Chicago, they tell them to stay on the bus, and they turn them around and send them back into the loop of the city of Chicago, and then they
0: disperse there? Here's the solution. Stop providing housing. You don't have to do it. As you said that there, Curtis— And the thing is, when you stop doing that, then people are going to start leaving. Migrants are going to start leaving, and then you're going to have more migrants as they continue to cross over the southern border because there is no solution. And by the way, right now you have Blinken and Mayorkas, which we're hearing they're going down to Mexico right now to meet with the Mexican president about this specific issue. I don't expect any progress to actually get done on this. But you're going to have less and less migrants. Then look at New York and say, "Hey, what do we getting in New York? Oh. Nothing. We're not getting a welcome party. Oh, then you know what? Maybe we'll try somewhere else. Let's try it one more time.
1: Let's go for the troika, uh, the trinity, the trifecta. Let me hear Eric Adams because we'll deal with the second part." Of the nonsense he spewed at his press conference yesterday. And nobody challenged him in the press corps. They're all so intimidated. We're white people. And he gets mad at us and he bullies us if
2: we actually
1: mention the obvious.
2: I, I have communicated with some very intelligent New Yorkers. When I sat down and I have dinner or meet them on the subway or talk with them, they said, wait a minute. I didn't know that you can't stop the buses from coming in. I didn't know that... Because of some of the laws that we have in this city that you don't have the authority to even deport people who are arrested four and five times. Uh,
1: That's right. As a city, as law enforcement, he cannot deport migrants who have been arrested four or five times. The agency that does that is LEMIGRE, Immigration and Naturalization Service, ICE. He demonized ICE, mm-hmm. Andrew, evilized Como demonized ICE. They called call them, them thugs.
0: thugs, stormtroopers.
1: They will not allow them to uh, show up at a courthouse and issue a detainer, which means, okay, you have that guy in custody. We're going to take him once you've finished your criminal process. They have demanded that the NYPD not involve themselves with ICE, federal law enforcement agency. So when he said that, you would have thought some intrepid reporter in their white skin would have raised their hand and said, Mr. Mayor, but you won't let ICE do its job because they are the agency that can detain an individual, send them to Vesey Street. They have a compound there downtown, just a walk from City Hall or Elizabeth, New Jersey. And then schedule them for deportation. They get their hearings. It's not like they just put them on a a plane and deport them. They they get due process. But don't say that you can't deport them without a full explanation that there is a federal agency more than happy to work with you. In fact, Peter King is going to join us at 840. He joins me in solidarity and talking about how ICE was prevented from doing their job out in uh, Long Island against uh, MS-13. In the area he represented, Brentwood Central Islip, and then the president came to his credit on Air Force One. I remember that day very well. With the attorney general at that time. Beauregard, soon to no longer be the (laughs) (laughs) attorney general. I
0: think that was the day that Reince Priebus was actually fired. I think it was on that trip, if I'm not mistaken.
1: And they met at the federal courthouse in Central Islip. They had sharpshooters on the roof because MS-32, oh, no, we'll purge you. And the president, to his credit, with Peter King and the attorney general, said, we are cracking down on MS-13. We don't want to hear you, Andrew Evil Cuomo. And then state troopers started to work with ICE. County cops worked with ICE. Notice, have you heard much of MS-13 since? Nope, not at all but here we have Eric Adams crying I can't put them you schmuck you putz. of course you can but you got ice that would be more than happy with a detainer to take them to the compound on Vesey Street and begin the process so stop freaking lying and hey press corps out there I know you're listening the next time you get a shot at Eric in the beginning of the year you one press conference a week ask him that question Ice can deport them. Why won't you work with Ice? And watch him mumble and stumble and fumble his way through that press conference also.
0: or email them at info at gabola.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, dot com. Gabola, where winning is no accident. NYC, 77 WABC. This is sit and friends in the morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. I like to be in America, okay? By me in America, everything free in America. Borders open in America. West
1: Side Story. When that song was sung, Leonard Bernstein did the music. They have that Bradley Cooper uh, movie about Leonard Bernstein. Un- Incredible how he looks just like Leonard Bernstein. But that was Puerto Ricans who are citizens by birth uh, and the uh, local white ethnics that were on San Juan Hill, which has now become Lincoln Center. But it is interesting uh, that out of the many uh, migrants that we've seen come across the border, very few Dominicans. We've been joined by uh, our owner-operator, John Katzmatidis, who once again is battling the effects of pneumonia. But you know where Dominicans come in? They take the ferry right from the DR to Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. You go to Puerto Rico now, like half of Puerto Rico is Dominicans. Yeah. Because once you make it to Puerto Rico, that's it. Yeah. You're in America. Mm-hmm.
3: So Only they don't in even, America. That's yeah. right. They don't <laughs> even bother going Land to Mexico, right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: John, how are you feeling
3: today? I feel still lousy. I mean, uh, it just it grips you. Yeah. But, um, you know, I still got to do my work, so. I yeah, you
1: did a great uh, 5 o'clock roundtable discussion yesterday. You interviewed Anthony Weiner, who will be on from 1 to 3 today on immigration. I'm going to pound him on that. Listen,
3: uh, all I wanted was, you know, the truth. If he if didn't have an answer, I'd rather say I don't have an answer. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it just, uh, look, the job of a host is to tell the truth and give his feelings, not uh, the Democratic National Committee's uh, Party lines, yeah, you know?
0: absolutely. And no, we I can just, see with the videos. Look,
3: I don't give the RNC or DNC's buzz points. I, I tell it the, the, the way I feel and the way I see it. And, uh, and I think that's the most important thing. The yeah.
1: worst optics, though, again, you have Joe Biden on the beach in St. Croix, the Virgin Islands with his wife, Jill. And we're seeing picture after picture, even on the liberal outlets like MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, obviously, everywhere locally. Of the 35,000 that already came through during 72 hours and the thousands who are on their way. And it's sort of like it's an army. It's uh, as uh, Andrew had mentioned, John. You don't see the women and the children any longer. These are young, able-bodied, young men of military age who figure, let's get across that border. Because at any point, the president, meaning Biden, has to come to a census and seal the border. So they figure, now.
3: I I am just trying to get some sense out of it. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why we're not protecting our country. And we're just letting these people come through. I mean, and you have, what, 25,
0: 26 uh, how many Democratic uh, U.S. Senators? You in have. The majority? So, yeah, you have 26. 26 yeah. now, right? So, if you add the independents who caucus with them. So I'm sorry, 51. 51. 51 U.S. Senators. 51, yes.
3: Um, see how slow I am? Uh, I know. I,
0: I took but me Let me, let me oh, ask a you because. Too, like
1: Trump, you're a great negotiator. That's how you made your bones in business and politics. Today. Mexico City, president of Mexico, is there with Mayorkas and the secretary of state, Blinken. Uh, What would your advice be in terms of their negotiation? Because clearly the border that separates us is with Mexico. Uh, This uh, president cooperated with Donald Trump, even though he's a socialist. Really, he's about as close to a socialist as you can get. And yet he's sitting there. He holds the lock and the key to the border what would your position be, Jim? Well,
3: what Donald Trump did, and uh, you were there, Andrew, mm-hmm. uh, is he's, he put his foot down with the president of Mexico and and said to the president of Mexico, I'm going to raise your tariffs if you let these people through. Yep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, 35,000 Mexican troops showed up to protect our border.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. And actually, what they did, too, Kurt, uh, John, was they actually put it on Mexico's southern border, too. So that way, Mexico was not getting other people coming from South America in there. And that's exactly right. He right used his there's leverage.
3: there's zero controls. I don't know, look, w- whether we have uh, 900,000, a million people listening to us right now. You know, call your congressmen. Call your senators. Do something. I mean, it's, it's crazy that that uh, they're allowing this to happen. Well, yeah.
1: let, me, let me explain. When I was at the Roosevelt Hotel, uh, there were two groups that were staying there, still are. Venezuelans, who are the majority, 40% of all the illegals who come in here, they're on the north end of Roosevelt Hotel. The south end are from the sub-Saharan countries of North Africa, uh, Mali, Mauritania, Chad, Senegal, Sudan. Most of them speak Arabic and French. I happen to have uh, spent a little time in Senegal, so all of a sudden I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. And I, through an interpreter, I was talking to them. And I told this story on the 5 o'clock roundtable discussion, John, that they pay one-way fare, $18,000, from North Africa to Mexico City. Great international airport. They, they, they have flights coming in from all over the world. Then they hook up with a coyote there. They take them to the border. Next stop, they're in the United States. So a lot of that is coming right to Mexico City. One-way tickets. Again, you could negotiate with the president and say, you got to stop those flights. You got to stop those flights of people coming in on a one-way ticket. We know why they're here. They're going to the border with the coyotes in order to come into the United States. But you got to offer him something. Trump offered him. You got to do something for Mexico and Biden- He's on that beach in St. Croix. It's as if this is the furthest thing from his mind.
3: America is under attack in so many ways. Yeah. And uh, having open borders like that, you don't know who's coming and going. Mm -hmm. Like I said the other day, I mean, you go to the airport, you have to take your belt off, your shoes off, your socks off. I I, I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And and these people are just walking in.
0: Well, 35,000 illegals over Christmas weekend alone. They're saying 730,000 since October 1st. So in the fourth quarter of the year, you're looking at probably 800,000, close to a million coming in. You're absolutely right. And as we said before, when you look at who's coming in, it's not families right now.
3: I hope within the sound of our voice and we got a big voice. That people realize what the heck is going on it's not about being democrats it's not about being republicans it's about being americans yeah
1: well john and andrew up next a man who was mr homeland security when he was in the house of representatives used to get attacked all the time peter king he warned us about this. He warned us about this. Unfortunately, he is correct.
0: 77 WABC. This is Sit and Friends in the Morning. Well, no, I get
2: by with a little help from my friends.
1: Well, we're back, and uh, I've been given the orders from headquarters that now that John Catch who has rejoined us, recovering from the grip has said now that I will be incorporated to the 70-plus WABC contributors in March when I become uh, 70. This I have to...
3: senior staff. Right. <laughs> I have
1: to be nice to the senior member of the senior staff, Congressman Peter King from Long Island, who joined us on the line. <laughs> you see, I have to be nice
0: to you, Peter.
4: Because you're old. That's the joke. I know Curtis. It must it must hurt. It must really hurt you. And John, I, you know, thanks for being on my side against Curtis. He's he, he, he's still a young kid. He doesn't know what's going on in the world. You know, he's, just he's a, young a young guy. Stuff. On, on the, well, he is. You know, very <laughs> very immature. By the way, Curtis, uh, when you were talking before, and by the way, Andrew, how you doing? I'm glad your mother was on. She's the one good person in the family. <laughs> you and your father It'd drive me crazy, but Donna was always great to me. But anyway, Curtis, just so you know, you're talking about uh, Kathy if She can see Canada from her kitchen, and Sarah Palin, whether or not she can see Russia. If you had stayed in Brooklyn Prep long enough, you could see Ebbets Field you know, from, from, you know, from <laughs> Brooklyn Prep. So all the Georgia fans out there would know that. That's
1: uh, true. They, That's true. They remember Peter King graduated Brooklyn Prep, and I got kicked to the curb. But. <laughs> When you heard what the mayor said at his press conference yesterday that, hey, people think that I can deport a migrant who's committed crimes four, five, six
4: times, he didn't really tell the truth, did he, Peter? No, he didn't. Obviously, listen, it was the city, it was the state. It was all these uh, so-called do-gooders in New York who were banning ICE, attacking ICE, ICE, HSI, Homeland Security. They can deport uh, as, as quickly as possible. And all of this, uh, again, Andrew Cuomo was one, uh, certainly Bill de Blasio was one, uh, and so many of these liberals, progressives, by keeping ICE out, by keeping Homeland Security out, by keeping HSI out, they were the ones who can deport. And that's why on on Long Island we got tremendous help from Homeland Security. They were in there when uh, President Trump came in, the Attorney General came in. And before President Trump came in to uh, Suffolk County, Uh, There have been 25 MS-13 murders in 18 months, 25 murders. And these were brutal murders. These weren't guys sticking up gas stations. These were cutting up bodies, videoing the carved-up bodies, sending them to the families. And some of these uh, uh, murders were actually carried out almost in in plain view. They were considered, in plain sight, they they were considered unbeatable, MS-13. Since President Trump came in and the attorney general came in and Homeland Security got involved, and they increased the prosecutors in the u uh, 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 s attorney 's office out there i 'm not aware of one murder in what used to be wow. my congressional district carried out by ms thirteen then you know they 're still there but they 're hiding they 're on the ground they 're afraid to do anything you have to constantly keep you know, your, uh, your foot on their throat, but no, it was done, and it was done because Again, you mentioned ICE. You mentioned HSI. Homeland Security working with the Suffolk County Police, Nassau County Police, State Troopers. They were all there. DEA came in. It was a full-scale effort. They added more prosecutors. They're trying to uh, you know locking these animals up. They're uh, also very helpful. Was the uh, Suffolk County Sheriff Errol er- er- Toulon? Oh, well, let me let See me make mention,
1: Congressman King. You're so right, and you deserve all the credit because you led the way on that. You you brought in the feds and Trump and obviously Sessions. But during during your campaign, Andrew, remember we were out in Suffolk County mm-hmm. and you were hungry, and I said, "Well, let's stop at that cantina in Hamptons Bay." <laughs> we-
2: there goes my uh, microphone.
1: Curtis here.
0: lost his microphone. We He's
1: walked back. into the middle of a meeting of MS-13 yeah, in the we, cantina. It was,
0: it was a very, it was a, a precarious situation. We almost
1: there, lost the gubernatorial the candidate there because they were like <laughs> wanting to scrap with me right away. And Andrew was like, can't we just get the
4: food and leave out of here, <laughs> yeah, Curtis? <just> get <laughs> out of here. <laughs> but, you know. Hey Andrew, what are you traveling with Curtis for? I got you just living in trouble, you it, know? Was,
0: it was a mistake. a learning experience. Life is a, a, a learning experience, and that was a learning experience, but you. you. You know this better than anybody, right? Former chairman of the Homeland Security Committee, former Congressman King. So let's let's take a look and go into 2025 over here. Let's just say President Trump wins the White House. Uh, Let's say we have a Republican House. What are the steps that needs to be taken, not just to enforce the border, but to roll back the clock with these millions of illegal immigrants that have come into our country?
4: Well, first of all, you can't be just giving these people uh, you know, passes to come back in eight years for a, uh, a court hearing. We should be going after those we know are here, those who are here illegally, start deporting them, get them out. Because all the deal saying, well, you know, we let the ones who are here now, we let them stay, and we start over. No, because that's just an incentive for more to come in. If we if we find someone, if you if you apprehend someone who is here illegally, deport them. Don't tell them to come back with their appearance, ticket. you know, in 2031 or 2032. Well, yeah whatever it is, make it clear that they are not going to be welcomed here. They're going to be deported. They're going to be uh, in, in jail until then, not just, you know, get out of jail free. That's to be before. And also the border itself it is important to have that security at the border. Go to Mexico. Tell Mexico that unless, if, if, again, the tariffs are going to go up, we'll be taking retaliatory action against Mexico. Unless they do all they can to keep these illegals in their country before they can come to the United States to be processed, and you can't just have it that you come in you say that you're uh, under uh, attack that you're a refugee that you have to be allowed in the country until you get your hearing no, that has to be decided outside the country before they're allowed in
3: yeah I'll tell you the, the one the, the number one thing is you make an executive order day one that any uh, illegal that gets picked up for an actual crime you deport them turn them over to immigration, and deport them. Mm-hmm. I mean, what the heck are we? You know, if it's a, you know, look, I want immigration. I, I love immigrants, mm-hmm. but number one, if they're
0: criminals,
3: get the heck out of here.
0: Yeah, they should be coming in to make yeah. the country yeah. a better place, a, a safer place. Yeah, right? not a place that's worse. There, you know, uh, I wanted to kind of switch gears here for a second. Here, Congressman, you know, Curtis and I, we've we've talked a little bit, and as WABC will be talking a whole lot over the next six weeks about the big race around the country here in Long Island in New York 3 where uh, yep. Mozzie Pillip will uh, will go up against Tom Swazi to uh, see if Republicans can increase their very, very slim majority or hold on to more of their very, very slim majority here in Long Island. You know, the biggest question, though, that we've gotten, that both Curtis and I have gotten, I want to hear your response to this, and, and hopefully Mozzie will ultimately address this, is And I know the Republicans and conservatives, she's one on the Republican and conservative line. But one of the biggest questions that I've gotten from other registered Republicans is why is she actually a registered Democrat uh, and endorsed by the Republican conservative party? Is there a good answer to that?
4: Well, yeah. I mean, the basic answer is, first of all, she is a, a certainly committed Republican mm-hmm. as far as her ideology. She came here as a immigrant. And the community she was with, they, were, they almost all registered Democrats. They vote Republican. Mm-hmm. They basically vote. Uh, they uh, started registering as Democrats, Have more of an influence in the Democratic primary. But she, you know, we came to her. She didn't come to us. Mm-hmm. It was Republicans reached out to her. And if they asked her to switch, I'm sure she would. But to me, it was a, also a way of showing that Democrats who weren't at one time some, at some loyalty to the Democratic Party realized the Democratic Party has left them. She has never done one thing the democratic party never took part in any democratic activity any party activity everything she's done has been with the republicans for as far back as i know i've known her now several years okay and she goes to every republican call meeting she endorsed every republican candidate when she was in the county legislature she voted republican every time she down the line supported bruce blakeman supported the republican uh officer so she is a guaranteed republican vote Cause that, that's where her true feelings are. If she was asked to switch tomorrow, she probably would. Yeah. I think, if anything, it was felt, uh, if there was any thinking went into it, is by showing that you have someone who wasn't registered Democrat yet, was down-the-line Republican, and that brought a lot over. She was the first uh, Republican to ever be elected to that seat in the county legislature mm-hmm. it, you know, since, you know, since it started back in 1995, I guess. Peter, you know, we, we, will we will have to a, take a break. Uh, would, you like
3: to, would you like to hold during the break?
0: Of course I would. Absolutely. Okay,
3: let's take that break and uh Congressman King will be home.
0: This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Friends,
1: 77 WABC. Oh, I got to compliment uh, Congressman Peter King now that I'm in the 70 plus club right. soon. No, no, you're
3: still short. The youngest you're member, not a, you're youngest not a member yet.
1: Yeah, so at the younger, <laughs> remember, led by Senator Aldo uh Peter King, John katz Judge Weinberg,
3: Cindy Adams.
1: Cindy, oh, she the leads dean. the
3: pack. She, she leads the, the pack.
1: Rudy Giuliani. That's right, Rudy, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani, who will be coming on with you in the 9 o'clock hour, and nobody can explain. How to deal with demonstrations, parades, whether you can be on a sidewalk, be in the street, what you can do, what you can't do better than your father, Andrew. Because in his time, every day there was demonstration de jure. Al Slim Shady Sharpton would have a demonstration de jour, And Rudy had specific rules for everybody, whether he. By the way, fa- yeah. you,
3: you had left the room. Yes. We got the congressman still on. Oh, you still do? Yeah, you didn't know that. Yes,
0: oh, still, uh, yeah, I, was, I, I would that. even say my father knew how to deal with uh, demonstrators because of all his time dealing with Peter King. What do you say to that there?
4: <laughs> well, I'd say I, I all I know is one time I came out ahead of Rudy, I'm, I think, two weeks older than Rudy, so at least I was ahead of him one time <laughs> in my life. Look at that. You uh, guys we, were even yeah.
0: in the hospital together. How about that?
4: Well, let me <laughs> so tell you, you Pete. You talk about demonstration, you talk about Rudy, you talk about bringing back fond memories. And we had a mayor who knew what to do, uh, people didn't get out of line. If they did get out of line, they knew there were going to be consequences for it. And you know that the mayor was going to stand by the cops, and the cops had, had the, you know, the free hand to do what they could do legally. And that was interpreted in a way to protect the people of New York, not to protect the criminals.
1: Well, you know, Congressman King, I'm going to have to leave for an hour. I know that's going to make you a day and some of the other listeners' day, only to return. <laughs> At 12 with Nancy uh, for the Rippin' Week. An read.
3: hour, and, uh, WABC, an hour without with, Curtis. Without Curtis over well, the holidays, John. How are we going to do it? It's
1: important because, John, you're a board member of the Guardian Angels, you and Margo, for many years.
3: Am I, I'm i not going to get my board member for uh, Yes, three? yes, definitely. But <laughs> we are
1: doing a Zoom conference of uh, Guardian Angels. And uh, in February, which is our forty first anniversary, uh, Congressman Peter King, we're going to flood the subways again. We have no choice. There are no cops in the subway, except for a robot in Times Square. It's uh,
4: can't do that. We can't. If a gotta... isn't the subway? You know what can they do? I mean, their hands are tied so much. I mean, you go back to the days with uh, Bill no. Bratton, Jack Maple, let's, let's guys go. like that. Peter,
3: let's go. I want. I want. Uh, I want Andrew. Yeah, You're the young guy oh, in the group. Our reaction over he here to the... the give
0: us the front page in New York Post. yeah well, it's talking about the Grand Central uh, sh- uh, stabbing guy and, who ended up having seventeen. Prior arrest, 17, 17 prior arrests. prior
3: arrests. And, 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 and what did he stab yesterday? He
0: stabbed two girls, two women, a 14- and 16-year-old South American tourists. that were, uh, they
4: wanted to kill all, all white people. Right? Yes, and, that's and exactly right.
0: No, the, uh, did they die? I, I don't think they did. I think they're in stable. Are they in stable condition? I'm pretty certain they're in stable condition, the last and, that I saw earlier this morning. somebody so.
3: else, I understand I heard somebody else said uh, a previous... Uh, uh, victim says, this person doesn't belong in the streets.
0: 17 prior arrests. At what point do you realize that this I, I, guy is not going to figure this out? I want to know the
3: people that are advising the Assembly
0: and is advising the State Senate this bail law works. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, uh, Peter, you, you said this very well, right? It's, it's a matter of the laws that are on the books now, and you continue to see, and Curtis and I covered the consent decree in terms of what this meant for these protests, these riots, what the NYPD could and couldn't do. I mean, how much are their hands cuffed behind their back in terms of what they can do to bring consequences in the moment to these people that are actually breaking the laws?
4: Well, why he ever signed that consent decree, I don't know. I mean, any of us who knew anything, in fact, certainly at WABC, they were talking about it from day one. That consent decree was a disaster, and it was a cave-in to Black Lives Matter, and it was just, it was just bound to happen what's happening now. And if you're a cop, especially if you're a cop who's coming close to pension uh, vesting, you're going to risk everything and risk your freedom, risk your family's uh, e- economic survival because you do the right thing, but some liberal judge, or, or some civilian complaint review board is going to go against you, no. So, no, and this is, you know, you can be mayor, you can be governor, and things can hit you that you're not responsible for, and you try to do the best you can. Siding that consent decree was just an invitation to more crime. It was an invitation to tie the hands of the cops, and it was, uh, to me, talk about it, self-inflicted wounds. It was bad enough in the city before that. Now it's even worse.
1: Well, you know what's ironic is with New Year's coming, all the tourists who want to watch the drop ball, who spend their whole year planning to come here, will be kettled. That's the whole idea. They will be kept behind police barricades as they enter the area. That's what kettling is. You have a demonstration. You're behind police mm-hmm. barricades. You have freedom of speech. You can move within a restricted area. That's the way it should be. Now, that consent decree says the demonstrators... They don't have to be kettled behind barricades. They're free to do whatever they want to do, go wherever they want to go. And the cops can't put their hands on them. Eric Adams signed that. He can't run away from this Peter King. He's blaming the lawyers. he It's his signature on the consent decree.
4: He's the mayor. Can you imagine Rudy Giuliani blaming his lawyer? I mean, and also Eric Adams was the cop. He was the guy who more than anyone is supposed to understand what it means to be a cop in the streets. I'm disappointed in uh,
0: the mayor. Yeah. I'm very, very disappointed that he would do that. Well... Congressman King, thank you so much for joining us. Up next you, is Andrew. Rudy Giuliani. We're going to get a little break from Curtis Sliwa over here, but don't An worry hour, about it. Are we going to call it. An hour without Curtis. An hour without Curtis starring John Katsimatidis and Andrew Giuliani coming Jay, right up. J.C. and D.C. <laughs>